Hi, welcome to the Mindful Shape Podcast. My name is Paula Parker. This podcast is for those of you women who are struggling to reach your goal weight and you are starting to suspect that there is more to it than just diet and exercise. There is, and it's learning to use the power of your own mind to just to develop the self-mastery that it takes to not only get to where you want to go, but then to stay there and hold on to your success. So let's talk about hunger and how it affects your weight loss. Here are some questions that you might be asking yourself, especially when you experience hunger. For example, what happens when you feel hungry on your plan? If you get really hungry, should you listen to your body and go off your plan and eat something? Or should you stick to your plan no matter what? Should you even be on a food plan in which you are hungry all the time? Or is that just a normal part of the weight loss journey? You might be surprised at some of the answers I'm going to offer today. So listen closely. These types of questions can cause a lot of confusion and overwhelm for people. So we're going to go through them all one by one. And by the end of this episode, you're going to walk away with specific guidance on how to handle hunger now while you're in weight loss mode and then later for when you're maintaining your weight loss and are at your natural weight. So keep in mind, our bodies naturally want to be at a healthy weight. So if we are overweight, we have extra fat on our bodies. It's simply because we've eaten more than what we've needed for fuel. Our bodies have stored that extra food as fat on our bodies. So unless you have a medical issue, that's how it works. Most of us eat when we're not hungry, and that is the main problem that causes any of us to overeat, and that is the main problem that causes many of us to be overweight. So I'm going to do another episode on emotional eating because it's such a big topic. It for sure needs its whole episode. But today we're going to focus on physical hunger because before you can start dealing with the emotional reasons behind why you overeat, you first need to learn how to identify physical hunger and how to respond accordingly. So first, what is physical hunger? Physical hunger is a sensation in your body. It's different from emotion. It's a physical feeling that starts in your body and travels to your brain, unlike an emotion which starts in your brain and travels to your body. Basically, you need to get in tune to what is hunger in your body before you can know how much your body needs. So Master Coach Brooke Castillo created a hunger scale, which I love to share with my clients. It helps you gauge what's going on in your body so that you can determine when you actually need to eat or not. So it has a negative 10 all the way to zero and then zero to positive 10. The idea is zero is neutral. So when we're exploring hunger, we're on the left side of zero. So negative one is the beginning of hunger. By negative four, you're getting very hungry. And negative five is really, really hungry. So lots of physical symptoms here. I recommend only eating when you feel a negative four and stopping when you're at a plus four. It's really important that you get to know this feeling so you can identify when you are in fact truly hungry and not eating for other reasons. So let's play with this. Here's an experiment that you can do. Stop eating at 8 p.m. on a Friday or Saturday night and instead of having breakfast right when you get up, wait to see how and when hunger naturally manifests in your body. As an experiment, 
allow your body to get to negative five before you have anything. If you're worried that this will cause anxiety or even a binge, have a meal planned and ready to go so you know exactly what you're going to be having. It is perfectly safe and actually very healthy to allow yourself to go 10 or 12 hours without eating. Some of you may be able to go 14, 15, or even 16 hours before you really experience what it's like to be hungry, before you get to that negative five on the hunger scale. The longer you allow yourself to go without food, the further on the left you're going to get on that hunger scale and you're going to explore what it feels like to get physically hungry. It's an important sensation to get to know because it is for many people a fluid sensation. So it comes in waves, it comes and goes. If you're not sure if you're hungry, just wait a little bit longer and you'll be able to experience it in a way that really becomes clear. Hormonally, it's really important to allow our bodies to get hungry before we eat rather than constantly having food to digest. If you are someone who eats all the time and stays, say, around a zero on the hunger scale, eating anytime you're not full, it will be more of a challenge to allow yourself to get to a negative five on the hunger scale. Most likely, a lot of drama will come up, and I'll get into that in a little bit. Now, if you can't allow yourself to get to negative five without freaking out, then that's really going to be our first step. If this is you, your job is to work on eating that minute that you are hungry at like a negative two and stopping the minute that you get full at a plus three or four. This is like baby steps for learning how to eat when you're hungry and how to stop when you're full. Okay, so there's one thing that I wanted to bring into this also. Um, it can be really helpful to think of any challenge or problem as having two types of solutions that can be applied together external, environmental, and internal thought work. Organizing information in this way provides structure, it gives our brain some direction. Way easier to be solution-oriented versus problem-finding, which is our default when you're using a systematic way of thinking. So if hunger is our challenge here, let's go over the external or environmental solution first, then we'll talk internal. There are three specific environmental solutions for hunger. They're really simple. First is drink more water, especially 20 minutes before you eat. When you are hydrated, you'll be less hungry and you'll be more satisfied with less food. This is partly because the hunger hormone ghrelin senses the weight in your stomach and it will stop producing so you won't be as hungry. Secondly, eat more vegetables. Veggies should make up the bulk of your diet. Some of my clients have told me that they have an aversion to vegetables. So if that's you, trust me when I say you'll learn to love them the more that you eat them and especially when the scale starts going down. And at first you can make them more palatable with sauces, dips and dressings, things like that. The more veggies you're getting in, the more fiber, water, and nutrition you're getting. So it's totally worth it. Even if you're pairing it with a more like fatty dressing, if it's a healthy fat like avocado, coconut oil, tahini, or olive oil, all the better. In the words of a registered dietitian, Alana Mulstein, water first, veggies most. It's an easy way to remember it and think about what is most important. Number three is just getting enough sleep. This also helps control ghrelin production. If you're not getting enough rest, you'll be hungrier throughout the day. 
it's not uncommon to eat up to 30% more food than you would if you had had a good night's sleep the night before. Okay, so that's the external. Now let's talk about how to change your thoughts around hunger. This is where the real magic is. We do this in two ways, with our language and with self-coaching. Let's look at some of the language that's really common, like I'm starving or I'm famished. As we know, what we say is meaningful. Our unconscious brain does not understand exaggeration. If at some level you believe you're starving, you're going to eat like it. So examine how you're talking about being hungry and substitute those extreme expressions with gentler ones. So instead of saying, I'm starving, just say, I'm hungry or yeah, I could eat. Language is powerful, so use it to your advantage. Next, take notice of any thoughts you have when you start feeling hungry. Your mind might start serving up panicky thoughts about what to eat or about when you're going to be able to eat lots of mind drama. The self-coaching is reminding yourself that nothing bad is going to happen if you feel hungry, even if for whatever reason you can't get food when you're hungry and you start feeling extreme hunger, still nothing bad is going to happen except the discomfort you are experiencing in that moment. Your body is designed efficiently. It will use the excess weight on your body for fuel and that's a really good thing. So manage your thoughts around hunger. And if you are someone who gets really panicky about not eating, I even suggest taking the time to write out what you will tell yourself in those moments. Practice thoughts like, it's only hunger. Nothing is going wrong. I'll be eating again at dinner time. Plan in advance instead of being on the default thinking and behavior that put the weight on in the first place. So this goes for thinking thoughts ahead of time and planning out your actions. For example, if you're feeling a negative two or negative three on the hunger scale in between your meals, have a couple of glasses of water until it's time to eat and you're at a negative four. So we've covered what physical hunger is, how to use the hunger scale, the negative four plus four, and some solutions to hunger. So let's circle back to the questions at the start. Question one was, what happens when you feel hungry and you're on your plan? The answer is really use your external and internal solutions. Drink more water, eat more vegetables, make sure you're getting enough sleep. Change your language around hunger and remind yourself that you will not die if you feel hungry. Nothing is going wrong. It's temporary and it comes and goes. It's discomfort and that's all. So practice your pre-planned thoughts and actions. Question two, if you get really hungry, should you go off your plan and quote, listen to your body and eat something? Or should you stick to your plan no matter what? Let's say your plan is three meals a day and no snacks and you get hungry at 4 p.m. Should you go off your plan? So good question, right? But you need to make that decision for yourself. I know (laughs) it's frustrating, (laughs) but my job is really not to tell you what to do. It's to help you make decisions. And what's kind of great is that there are no wrong decisions because what makes something a wrong decision is only you deciding that it was a wrong decision. So just think about that for a second. Like there are no wrong decisions unless you decide that something was wrong. And I encourage you not to do that because it's unlikely to serve you in making decisions confidently in the future. 
So when deciding whether to go off your plan or not, I suggest you use the information we've covered so far. Ask yourself, is it true physical hunger? Are you at like a negative four or even a negative five? Could you drink some more water? Maybe you just need to hydrate. Could you be eating some more vegetables so that you just have more fiber and more bulk in your system? And then make the best choice for yourself. What we are aiming for here is no drama around food. So this doesn't have to be a big deal. Having a healthy snack or deciding not to, either one is great. How your clothes are fitting and the number on the scale will be your indication of whether you're on track or not. And then question number three, should you even be on a plan in which you are hungry all the time? Or is that a normal part of weight loss? Okay, so when you begin your program, you will likely have more physical hunger than you're used to, even when you're eating enough fuel for your body. If you are taking in less calories than your body is accustomed to getting, you are likely going to feel some hunger and that's okay. That's a healthy response and it's a good thing. You want your body to get hungry because that's a properly functioning signal. Use the hunger scale to help you know when it's a suggestion that you don't need to take seriously and when it's truly time to have a meal. That's also why it's important to drink enough water and eat lots of veggies so that you aren't hungry all the time. And especially if you're used to snacking all the time, your body is conditioned to expecting that. So it's in the habit of producing ghrelin. For example, if you get into the habit of having a snack at 10 a.m., your body will start to produce ghrelin as it gets close to that time. So you'll actually feel hungry when you don't actually need food. So it's a bit of a challenge at first while your body recalibrates and a balancing act in figuring out how much your body actually needs and deciding how much and when you'll eat and then managing hunger when that comes up. Again, I can't say it enough, water and veggies are your friends here. So I hope this helps. If you still have questions in relation to hunger that I haven't covered here, please feel free to DM me on Instagram at mindful underscore shape. I would love to hear from you. And if you are interested in private coaching, you can contact me there or visit my website. It's mindfulshape.com and fill out the contact form, just telling me a little bit about you and what you're going through. In private coaching, I walk you through my process of how to work with your brain so that you can reach your natural weight and it's effortless to stay there. And if this sounds interesting to you, just head over to the website, use the link in the show notes, and I will talk to you soon. Okay, take care.